Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. What can we learn from Jesus' childhood? In our last episode, we explored the birth and the early child years of Jesus Christ. We looked at the few details the Gospels give us about Jesus' birth and his family's temporary relocation to Egypt. Jesus was likely only a toddler during this time. Now, after Herod was dead and the threat that he posed was gone, an angel directed Joseph to move his small family back to their homeland, back to Judea. So they returned and settled in the Galilean region, north of Judea, in a town called Nazareth, just west of the Sea of Galilee. You can find that in Matthew 2, verse 23. And this is why Jesus is also referred to as Jesus of Nazareth, because he grew up in this town. Now, is there anything else we can learn about Jesus' early years as a boy growing up in a small town in Galilee? Let's take a look at what we can learn from the Gospels. Let's first look at Luke 2, verse 40. It reads, And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. This, of course, is talking about Jesus. Now, this is the kind of scripture that it's easy to read right over. But let's ponder what Luke is actually telling us about Jesus Christ, the young Jesus Christ. First, it says he became strong in spirit. Jesus grew into a young man of strength. This probably applies physically to an extent, but also spiritually. Sometimes in modern society, being religious or spiritual is thought of as something that makes someone weak. But, according to the Bible, true spiritual character is something that makes a person strong. It, it takes strength. It takes strength to make right decisions and to conduct oneself with integrity. It requires grit, backbone, and courage. Those are three things that take a lot of strength and power. Jesus had all three of those. Second, it says Jesus was filled with wisdom. Wisdom is essentially learning what is right and then practically applying that knowledge to everyday life. It's very practical. This tells us that Jesus not only applied himself to learning and growing in knowledge, but he practiced wisdom in his life even as a young person, as a child. As we study his life during his ministry, we see many times when he exercised perfect wisdom. That wisdom didn't just magically appear when he became an adult. It was carefully built in his life from childhood. And then third, it says, the grace of God was upon him. Now that can sound like religious jargon. We shouldn't just read right over it. In this context, grace refers to God's favor and blessings. The statement means that Jesus received his father's favor, blessings, and protection from a young age. We should all desire to have God's grace be upon us, his favor, his blessings, his, his goodwill towards us. Now, Luke's three-point description of Jesus' youth provides a blueprint for us today, especially for young people. From an early age, a person can develop strength of character. They can learn and practice wisdom, and they can position themselves in life to be blessed by God, to have God's grace upon them. Jesus set the perfect example of putting the wisdom we read back in the book of Ecclesiastes, written by Solomon, into practice. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1, Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come. 
Jesus' example proved that that is not an impossible ideal. You can remember your creator and position yourself for blessings in your young years. Now let's ask the question, how can young people follow Jesus' example today? Now, if you're a younger person listening to this podcast, you may be wondering, how can you in the 21st century follow the example of Jesus Christ as a young person? Well, a good place to start is the book of Proverbs. It's the book of practical wisdom in the Bible. A good practice would be to study the book of Proverbs daily and think deeply about how you can take its little nuggets of wisdom and apply it practically in your life. There's no doubt that Jesus was familiar with the Proverbs. It's also important to consider that striving to be a young person like Jesus doesn't mean you have to be a self-righteous religious kid that, you know, everybody wants to avoid, you know, the Bible kid. Jesus was not this way. In his later life, we see that many types of people, people of all different backgrounds, religious and even non-religious, were comfortable around him. Though, of course, there were some people who didn't like him, but there's no reason to believe he wasn't a genuinely likable person as a child, a teenager, and a young adult. He was a likable person as an adult. Most likely, he was also a likable person as a younger individual. He was approachable. He was easy to get along with, and he probably had a great sense of humor. People enjoyed being around him. He always made the right decisions and stood for the right thing, but he didn't obnoxiously wear his righteousness on his sleeve in a way that made people feel guilty just by being in his presence. He was a balanced person. He exercised perfect character, yes, but he didn't conduct himself in a self-righteous way that repelled people. Again, he was perfectly balanced. Let's now transition to a story we have of Jesus at the age of 12 and see what we can learn from it. We find this story in Luke 2, verses 41 through 49. Now, the context is Jesus had traveled to Jerusalem with his family for the spring festivals, which would include the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. That is a little side note that we see Jesus observing these feasts of the Lord found in Leviticus 23 throughout his life, from his childhood to in fact, the last day of his physical life. That's an important example that we'll revisit later in this series. Now, the group he traveled with would have been much larger than just him and his parents, Joseph and Mary. By this time, he would have likely had multiple siblings, and it's likely that this group also included his extended family, his uncles, cousins, aunts. The group would have probably also included other people from the town of Nazareth who traveled together down to Jerusalem to observe the festival season. So this group could have very well numbered 100 people or maybe more. Now, when groups travel like this, they often naturally segregate themselves by age. So the 12-year-old Jesus was likely walking with his peers, not his parents. This reinforces that, you know, he was a sociable boy. He got along well with others his age. He wasn't constantly tied to his parents' side. Again, perfectly balanced. Now, after the festival was over, when it was time for the group to leave Jerusalem, we read that Joseph and Mary left for home, assuming that their 12-year-old son, Jesus, was traveling with the group, with most likely the, the kids his age. But after a day of walking, they soon discovered that Jesus was not with the group at all. You can imagine the worry his parents felt, Joseph and Mary, when, when they discovered that he was nowhere to be found. He was not on his way up to Nazareth. 
they, they probably had a lot of anxiety and worry that this special child who, who they understood to be the Messiah, who they were tasked to take care of, was now in some kind of danger. You know, after all, they had already dealt with the threat from King Herod years earlier. So it's likely they were fearing the worst. They were fearing that maybe Jesus had been discovered and snatched by another evil leader who wanted him dead. I'm sure that weighed on their minds as they frantically searched for their missing child. So we read that they returned to Jerusalem and after scouring the busy metropolis, finally found him probably in the last place they would have expected to find a 12-year-old in the temple. Luke 2 verse 46 says, They found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. So here you have a 12-year-old boy who's surrounded by rabbis. These are probably Pharisees, but maybe also Sadducees. And apparently analyzing their teachings and asking pretty heavy and complex questions. But we also see in verse 47 that they were astonished at his understanding and answers as well. So he was saying things that they just couldn't believe were coming out of the mouth of a 12-year-old boy. His words and conduct must have been very mature for him to earn the respect of these men and to have them take the time to engage in this kind of theological dialogue. Again, as we covered earlier, that wisdom and knowledge came because he applied himself to study and learning at a young age. And again, young people can follow this example and apply themselves to studying and learning and taking serious the bigger questions in life from a young age, while also still being balanced and being kids and enjoying the fun and simplicity of youth. Again, it's all about balance. Now, when his parents questioned him, when they discovered him and questioned him about why he had stayed back in the temple, Jesus's answer is very interesting in verse 49. Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? We shouldn't read this as a, any kind of disrespectful or snarky answer. Jesus didn't have a bad attitude. He was genuinely telling his parents that he was already starting to fulfill the mission he had come to do. His father's business. He was mission-driven, mission-focused at a young age. Now, after this episode, we're told that Jesus went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. Verse 51. Now, what can we learn from this? Well, first, obviously, it means that Jesus obeyed the fifth commandment to honor his parents, which we find in Exodus 20, verse 12. He perfectly obeyed the commandments. He never sinned throughout his life, so he obeyed this commandment. But perhaps it also shows us that after this incident in the temple— that maybe he became a little bit more sensitive to the fear and anxiety this whole incident had caused his parents, Joseph and Mary, and perhaps he was more careful to not do anything like that that would worry them again. Now, after Luke's account of this situation with Jesus in the temple, we aren't really given any more specific details about him until he begins his public ministry about 18 years later. But we are told one thing in Luke 2, verse 52 that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Well, what does this teach us? It teaches us that Jesus was never stagnant. He continued to grow and develop himself. His growth not only pleased God, but it gained favor with other people. He could relate to all kinds of people. He was easy to get along with. People respected him because he worked hard and he made good decisions. 
all without being, again, self-righteous. You know, you can be the same kind of person. Whether you're a teenager, a young adult, or well-seasoned in life, you can be that kind of person. You can grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So keep growing and striving to walk as he walked. For the Discern Podcast, I'm Eric Jones. Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.